And hello, welcome to a Chosen Generation podcast with Pierre Chatelet. Um, today we're going to be talking about the power of prayer. And before we even get started, let's start with a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for another day, O oh God. We thank you for your grace and mercy and your loving kindness, O oh God, that you have shown towards us all, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask that you would touch the hearts of the people that will be listening, O oh God. Lord, open their hearts and minds to hear you, O oh God, not me, O oh God. Let your word go forth in power and understanding. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right. I hope you have your Bibles with you, um, or you can be looking on your Bible app, but I really recommend that you get you a hard copy Bible, you know, because you never know what will happen in the near future. Now, we're going to the book of 1 John, and we're going to 1 John chapter 5, and we're going to start at the 14th verse. And it reads, and this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. The 15th verse. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the the petition that we desire of him. Now, let's look. Let's look at the 14th verse for a second. And this is the confidence. When you pray, you got to come with a confidence that you know God is going to hear your prayer. You cannot come you cannot come to him doubting. You can't you can't come that way. I think also in the scriptures it says that we should come boldly to the throne of grace. So we should have this confidence in God. Let's continue on. And it says that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will. Now let's look at according to his will. A lot of people think that God is some type of genie that whatever I ask him, he's going to grant this for me. But God doesn't work that way. God is a sovereign God and he will only Answer the request, the prayer request that he gets if it is in his will. There's another scripture that says, if we delight ourselves in him, he will give us the desire of our hearts. You see, first, the first thing is we have to be in the will of God. That's the first thing. That's the first thing that we need to get straight before we ask God for anything. Lord, forgive me. Lord, come into my heart. You know, when we get saved, we have a fellowship with him. You know, God becomes our father through Jesus Christ. Now, let's let's continue on with the um, 15th verse. And it says, if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we desire of him. If you ask for anything in his will. You should have the confidence that it, that prayer is going to get answered. Um, you know, we pray for things. I know. I think one of probably one of the more popular prayers is, Lord, send the right person for me to marry. And 
I know me being as young as I am, being 22 years old, um, you start to have doubts whether you will get married or, you know, some things like that. But I know that God will send me the right woman. How do I know this? Because in the book of Genesis, God made the perfect woman for Adam. God, also in the book of Genesis, gave Abraham the right woman. He gave Isaac the right woman. And since I know God is the ultimate matchmaker, I know that he will give me the woman that is perfect for me. So that's how I have the confidence in him that he will send the right woman my way. But let's continue on. Let's continue on. We're going to one of my favorite books of the Bible. We're going to the book of Ephesians. And we're going to Ephesians 6. Ephesians chapter 6. All right. Ephesians chapter 6. A lot of people know um, Ephesians 6, especially at the 10th verse, as the verse that talks about the armor of God. You know, the armor that we're supposed to wear. Putting on the armor of God. But a lot of Bible teachers kind of miss out on the last piece, and as the and it is prayer. Prayer is a part of the armor of God. It is the ultimate weapon that we have. That's as um, I believe Chuck Missler has said. He's he's gone on to be with the Lord now. He says that is your heavy artillery. How is it your heavy artillery? You can pray for people for Christians in the Middle East for. Pray that God protect them without going there. Your prayers can affect the White House. And the Lord and Lord knows that the White House needs prayer. You know, there's a lot of mess going on. But I want to look at verse 18. And what does it say? Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Let's put a pause right there. What does it mean in the spirit? Praying in the spirit. Another, I guess another thing that you need is the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, the third person of the Godhead. He is your, he is called in the scripture, the comforter. The Lord said before he went back to the father, he said, I will, I will not leave you comfortless. I will send you another comforter. And in the book of Acts, we see the Holy Ghost descend down in the book of Acts, which started the birth of the church. And he is needed in these times. The Holy Spirit is needed because he's the one who will give you power, power over the enemy, power over the devil. I believe it's in the book of Mark that it talks about in the Lord's name, in Jesus' name, we'll cast out devils. In his name, we'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. These are the signs that should follow all believers. Let me say that again. These are signs that should follow all believers. 
if you are a disciple of Christ, you should this would be some of the attributes that that is evidence that you are his. Now get a little ahead of myself. I'm not gonna go there right now. But let's let's finish out the verse. And watch and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Watching. The Bible does command us to watch and pray. You know, sometimes we can get so selfish. We pray selfish prayers. Lord, bless me. Bless my family. Lord, bless me with this. Lord, bless me with that. Have we ever thought to pray for our government? Have you ever thought to pray for your mayor? Have you ever thought to pray, you know, for your neighbor that's going through? Do you pray for your home church? These are things that you should also pray for. Anything that you see that that is not right or kind of out of order, that's something you need to pray for. You see, there's a man, he's also gone on to be with the Lord, named Derek Prince, who had a message called Ruling by Prayer. And that's what we're supposed to do as saints of God, as children of God. We rule by prayer. If you look all through the Old Testament, there was always a prophet of God that the king of Israel always go for for advice. What does God say about this? What does God say about that? I believe that it was. What king was it, Lord? It may have been Jehoshaphat, I believe, that the that an army was coming to destroy Israel, and he had he had showed on a piece of paper he had went and showed Lord, look what they're saying, Lord, what are you going to do about it? You see, all through the history of the world, there was all God was always closely involved in government. Nowadays, that has changed and we see the results of that happening. But God was always involved in the government. You always had a prophet or so that was praying for Israel, for the safety of Israel. Jeremiah went through it, y'all. Jeremiah suffered for the word of God. He was telling the king, uh, Don't rebel. Don't do this. But did he listen? No. And what happened? Jerusalem was ransacked. The king ended up getting his eyes put out. Why? Because he didn't listen. He didn't heed Jeremiah's words. And and nothing has changed. It's the same way now. If Trump... Don't heed God's words. It's going to be the same result. But it's on us to pray for this country. To stand in the gap. Lord, forgive us. Lord, spare us. And let the Spirit take hold. And we pray in the Holy Spirit. Praying for this country. Because this country needs Much prayer. Let's continue on. We're going to the Old Testament now. We're going to the book of Job. Job 27. I mean, no, 
I'm sorry, Job 22, the 22nd chapter of Job, sorry. And we're going to start at the 27th verse. Thou shalt make thy prayer unto him, and he shall hear thee, and thou shalt pay thy vows. Verse 28. Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon, upon thy ways. One thing I feel like as Christians, if you truly say, God is going to hear your prayers. He's going to hear you. In the book of Daniel, Daniel had went on a 21-day fast. And before his fast was really up, an angel come before and he let him know that the Lord, that God heard you the first day that you started to pray. What did, what happened? The first, as soon as he started praying and submitting himself to God, God heard him. And the message was sent, but what happened? One of the devil's lackeys, one of his fallen angels were holding him up. The answer to his prayer, to Daniel's prayer, was being held up. And because Daniel was fasting and praying, he didn't give up. His answer came. So what does that tell us? We shouldn't give up on things that we're praying for. Sometimes. Sometimes the answer to our prayer gets held up. But what we got to do is keep praying. Pray, pray until you break through. We have um, an acronym in our church. PUSH. Pray until something happens. P-U-S-H. Pray until something happens. We're going to have to learn how to push in prayer. We can't always... Just say a five or ten minute prayer and that be it. Sometimes we're going to really have to get down on our knees and we're going to have to pray some hours, some day. Sometimes we're going to have to fast. Stop eating. Cut our telephones off. We have to have to really go before the Lord and be serious. That's how we're going to see some change in our country. The scripture said, if my people... Who are called by my name will do what? Humble themselves and pray. Seek my face. Turn from our wicked ways. That's I think that's something that we can't skip over. What does it say? Our wicked ways. We have some ways about us that is not like God. And until those ways are dealt with, dealt with, we will not hear from heaven. And our land won't get healed. But let's look at the 28th verse. What does it say? Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee. Now, I know in the church world, there's this word of faith theology and all this different stuff. But I do, but I know also the scripture says, life and death is in the power of the tongue. I do know the scripture says that in Proverbs. So, I do believe that we need to be careful about things that we say. Because sometimes we could pray for something. And we can say, oh, I don't really know if it's going to happen for me or not. You know, we start doubting. We speak doubt. And that causes sometimes our prayers not to get answered. Why? Because we doubt it. 
we did have faith. But uh, I want to show y'all something else. I had alluded to it earlier, but we're going to Mark. We're going to a Mark 11. You know, I kind of, you know, got excited about talking about this. And I kind of got a little bit ahead of myself, y'all. But that's okay. We're going to Mark. The book of Mark. The 11th chapter. And we're going to start at the 24th verse. And it reads. Therefore I say unto you. What things soever ye desire. When ye pray. Believe that ye receive them. And ye shall have them. As I was stating earlier. When we doubt. When we speak words of doubt. We're not really believing God. And I'm not just talking about. People, I'm talking about me too. I'm I don't got it all together. I know I have some faults. And I'm this message is also to me that you cannot doubt. You cannot doubt God. And what and the and the verse said, therefore I say unto you, this is the Lord talking, this is Jesus talking. What things soever ye desire. And also remember what it was said in first John that it has to be in his will. In the will of God. <clears throat> Whatsoever things. So ye desire. When ye pray. When you're praying. Believe that you receive them. Believe. Or believe that you already have it. And ye shall have them. There's also. I believe a preacher that came to my church. And was preaching and said. You have to see it. Before you see it. What does that mean? You have to have faith that you already have it. That it's already yours. That you see it. Before it actually manifests. Before you actually see it. You see what I'm saying? You want, This is a faith thing y'all. And we're going to have to have faith. Not in ourselves per se. But faith in God. Faith in God. Why? Let's see what Hebrews 11 and 6 says. Let's turn there right quick. And um, I'm almost finished. Hebrews 11 and 6. But without faith, it is impossible, impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. What does the scripture say? Without, but without faith is impossible to please him. To please who? God. It's impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God when you go into prayer. Must believe that he is. You must believe him. Believe what exactly? That he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. You got to believe that, y'all. That he's going to reward you if you diligently seek him. You, you got to put some time in. You can't, this, you can't just pray Monday, skip Tuesday, pray Wednesday, next week comes, play, pray Thursday, then Friday. The scripture officers went 
also said that man shall always pray. There's another verse in the scripture says, pray without ceasing. This ain't something that you can just do every now and then. I believe Daniel prayed three times a day. Abraham got up in the morning to pray. This is, this is not something that you can just take lightly. <coughs> Excuse me. And our last scripture, and I'm about to wrap this up. The book of, in the book of Romans. Romans 8, chapter 8. And the 26th verse. Likewise, spirit also helpeth our infirmities. But we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the spirit itself making intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. I know, I'm going to ask, have you ever had a time you really didn't know what to pray for? I know I have. There have been times I went before the Lord, not really know what to pray. And I would just say, Lord, help me. Lord, you know what I need. Lord, touch right now. You know, I would just, just, just groan. And after a while, I just say, oh, Lord, oh, Jesus, you know. I know that's kind of in what people call the black church. That's what black folks do. But, you know, you don't have to necessarily do it like that. But, you know, I would just go until the, the spirit brings something to my mind. And next thing you know, prayer just opens up. It's like the window of heaven just opens up. And I just go into pray, deep prayer. That's what Romans Romans 8 and 26 is talking about. Sometimes you don't know what to pray for. But what? The Spirit helps our infirmities. And what? The Spirit maketh intercession for us. Speaking in tongues. And I know there's a lot of confusion about that. That whether the gifts of the Spirit, speaking in tongues, is that really for today's church? First of all, that's how the church was birthed, okay? When the Holy Spirit descended down, they were clothed with tongues. That's when the church was birthed. And even Paul says that he speaks with tongues. He, he, and he, I think he also said that when you're speaking in tongues, your spirit is praying. You know, you're that prayer. Perry Stone calls it the prayer language. You're pray, you're talking to God. You don't really know what you're saying. You don't know what you're saying, but God knows what you're saying. And you, and sometimes you can get into that deep prayer that the Holy Spirit just takes over and you just start praying in the praying in tongues, praying in the spirit, and you're just pouring out to God. You're pouring yourself out. You're connecting to God. The scripture also says that the true worshipers must worship Him in spirit and in truth. Worship, 
really talk, really getting in depth with God. That takes some time in prayer. But I'm here to tell y'all as I'm closing. There's some power in prayer. I have seen situations in my life change because I went before the Lord. I said, Lord, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. Lord, I don't know what I'm what I'm going to do. But Lord, I put this into your hands. Lord, give me strength to make it through. Woo, I thank you, Jesus, that I have done that. And I have seen the Lord change situations that seem impossible. Is there anything too hard for God? I can give you a testimony right now. I'm in college right now. And this semester was the most trying semester I have ever went through. My roommate was, my old roommate was acting so crazy with me. Cussing at me. Doing all types of stuff. And there was so much stress on me that I didn't know what to do. I'm talking to my mom. My mom Mama, I don't know what I'm going to do. Mama, I don't know if I can make it through. And my mom said, pray. Pray about it. But it seems like I was under so much stress that I felt like I couldn't pray. And the pressure was getting tighter and tighter. I get a room change. I'm, I'm so under so much stress that I'm scared. I don't know what to do. Mama, I don't know. I don't know about this room. I don't know. How, I, how do I know that he's not like my own? And it was just so much pressure. But I got in my car and I prayed. And I prayed until my prayer was answered. I was like, Lord, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. But Lord, you know, Lord, give me strength. To go through this. Lord give me strength to go through this trial. And as I was praying. I can feel the Lord strengthening me. He was giving me some strength. And the more strength he gave me. The more I began to praise him. And give him glory. And give him honor. I got some strength. After I walked out that car. And I went into that room. The Lord blessed me with a nice roommate. And I took my finals I, in faith. And I made it out of that semester with a, a 2.82 GPA. But now there's some problems. Now I can tell you this without really going into too much detail. Now there's problems going on with my GPA. But I'm going to put that in the Lord's hands. But that's just... An example, a testimony of what prayer can really do. But you're going to have to have some faith. You cannot just go pray and then doubt. You can't do that. You're going to have to believe God. Even when you cannot see how you're going to get out of this situation. You're going to have to believe God. Believe. Believe on him as the scripture has said. Thank you, Jesus. You're, y'all going to have to believe. You can't quit. And even going through that trial, I realized something. If I'm going to make it in this world, because dark times are coming, y'all. Darker times are coming. If I'm going to make it through that before the Lord returns, 
in the rapture, I'm going to have to be tough. And those, those trials he's putting me through, that pressure he's putting me under is making me tougher and stronger to go through it because it's coming. Because there's a time, a time that's going to come when getting on podcasts like this uh-uh, ain't going to be able to happen. Though, you know, there's going to be an attack on the word. There's already an attack coming on the Christian, on the Christians. And that's why I said you need to get you a hard copy Bible because eventually they're going to take the app off the, off the app store. You're going to need to a solid King James version, New King James, whatever. Those are the really two versions that I would recommend because I feel like the other, the ESV and all those other versions, they, they're changing small words. It's just insignificant words, you may think. But it changes the whole meaning of the scripture. I'm actually also working on me getting me a... um. It's not it's like a Septuagint Bible that has the Greek that has the Greek and um Hebrew that has both in it and also English of course. And that's you know to have it so I can get do more in-depth studies in the scripture. I'm praying the Lord allows me to get one of those. But you're gonna have to have you one. Have you a Bible? And let me tell you, let me tell you this. Prayer is not just a one-way communication that you just tell the Lord, oh, Lord, do this, blah, blah, blah. Amen. Uh Uh-uh. God speaks back to you. How does he speak? Through his word, through the scriptures. Sometimes the answer to your prayer could be in the Bible, could be in the scriptures itself. That's God's answer to that problem. To that question, to that situation, it's in it's in the word, but you gonna have to spend some time in it. I'm talking about myself too. You are gonna have to spend some time in it. The scripture is how you know the will of God. How to pr- this is what helps you to pray in His will. You see what I'm saying? Well, you look at. Elijah, the prophet, one of my favorite figures in the Bible, besides Jesus, of course. Elijah prayed earnestly that it might not rain. And James says that he was a man of like passions. There was nothing overly special about Elijah. And this is the thing that blows my mind, y'all. The Holy Ghost had not even come yet. He did not even come yet. The anointing would just own him. That's what you can do with just the anointing. And we have the Holy Spirit himself. We have the indwelling of the Holy Ghost. We should be able to do more than he did. He did what he did. He called fire down from heaven with just the anointing. We have the full indwelling. We should be able to cause some ruckus in the, in the kingdom of darkness. We should be able to take some territory back. 
But see, here's the thing. Here's where the devil gets, folks. He don't want you in the Word. He don't want you to study. Why? So you don't know what you can do, what rights you have in him. The scripture says, like I was saying before, these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. In my name, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That's not just the job of the preacher, of the minister, of the elder. Even though the scripture does say, if any sick among you call for the elders, it does indeed say that. But in some situations, you should be able to pray. Because what if you can't get the pastor? What if you can't get the elder? You're going to have to pray for yourself. And that's just the truth of the matter. The devil has lied and schemed and tricked us so that we don't want to pick up the Bible. We don't want to pick up God's word. They try to make the, the devil tries to make it sound not credible, which is a funny thing because that was the same lie that was perpetrated in the Garden of Eden. The devil told Eve, did God say? And he twisted the word. He twisted what God had really said. And it's the same thing nowadays. You have folks who call themselves street preachers. And I'm not knocking on them. Because you do got some good ones out there who is standing on the battlefield for the Lord. You got some on this on anchor who are standing up for the Lord. You have some good ones. But you got to be careful. You got to be careful. Because you got some people who are fakes. You got some people who will twist what God said, and it sounds really good. I know it sounds good, but it's a lie. And if you don't have the Holy Ghost in you, you will fall for it. The scripture says there's a time when they will not endure sound doctrine. You wonder why the world is so crazy the way it is, because you got folks who are believing a lie. Who are falling for it. And you got folks out there. Who think they're doing the will of God. And they're not. But we can change that. We can change the world. We can change that. We can get this gospel out y'all. We can. We can be praying. That the Lord opens some folks eyes. And that they can see. We have power. We just got to use it. If you have the indwelling of the Holy Ghost, you got some power. It's more than just speaking in tongues. It's more than just shouting. It's more than just that. You have some power to lay hands on some sick folks and they will recover. You have some power to cast out some demons. You have that authority. But only in him. Only in Christ. It's through his power. See he's given us the power. We just got to use it. And how do we know. How can we know how to use it. If we don't study his word. How you going to know. This is. The, you know, the, the scripture is the sword of the spirit. How. It seems crazy to me. To go out on a battlefield with just a shield. Yeah, you can do some defense with the shield of faith. But if you ain't got no word, if you ain't got no sword, you ain't going to last very much long. 
You ain't gonna last long. You need it. If you pay attention to the arm of God, all of it interconnects. It works together. One cannot work without the other. You can't put on a blessed plate of righteousness if you have not girded up your loins. You can't. It it, it don't work that way. All of it is interconnected. But I'm here to tell you that prayer can change some things in your life. Prayer can get the devil out your house. Prayer can get the devil out your mind. If you only believe God. Believe what he told you in his word. You have to believe it. Have faith in him. Know what he said is true. And you stand on it. And I guarantee you. You're going to see something change. If You're going to see some changes. If you pray. Based of what God has said in his word. You're going to see some changes. You're going to see God move in your life. And if you have the Holy Ghost in you. You got power. You got some power. You do. And the devil knows it. That's why he's, he's trying to keep you from the knowledge in, his, in the scriptures. That's why he's trying to make you think prayer is not effective. It, if you ain't got no faith, of course it's not going to be effective. And how you have faith. Faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. When you hear the preaching on Sunday mornings. Or whatever day you go to church. When you hear it at Bible study. When you hear it on anchor. When you read it for yourself. And that's one thing we're going to have to learn. Because everybody ain't right. Acts 17, 11. Read that for yourself. That's the scripture I will give to you to read on your own time. Acts 17 and 11. Well, I think that's pretty much it for the podcast tonight. I hope the Lord has said something that's caught your attention and made you catch on to faith. And that you will go in your prayer closet and you start knocking some walls down. You know, one of my favorite movies is War Room. And I love that movie. Because it brings alive the warfare. If you have seen the movie, you've seen the the old woman have scriptures for every area of her life. She took the scripture and made it practical. She made it real. And she prayed based off of what God said. Oh, and that's and that's just made so alive in that film. And that's how we gonna have to fight. We gonna have to fight in prayer. Ooh, and that movie just if you ain't seen I really highly recommend that you see it. It's a good film. Well, I think that's all the time we have for tonight. It is it is night where I am right now. It's actually really late. But I just felt like getting this message out to y'all. Um, I will I will be back. 
I will have other topics to discuss on. But for now, I'm going to have a word of prayer for those that are listening. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for the people that are going to listen and that are listening to it, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask that you would touch them right now, O oh God. Lord, save the unsaved, O oh God. Lord, fill with the Holy Ghost who do not have him, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, change lives with this podcast. And Lord, this is your podcast. Lord, let this reach a dying world, a world, oh God. Let it reach people who are part of my generation, oh God. Lord, let it reach people that need to hear this, oh God. That they will hold on to you, oh God. That they will grasp on to faith, oh God. And know that you hear them, oh God. And Lord, I know you hear me and I thank you for hearing me, oh God. Lord, touch. Touch right now. Forgive. Forgive us of our sins, O oh God. Thank you, Lord, for everything, O oh God. In Jesus' name, amen. I thank y'all, and I'm signing out.